Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Chav Zayin. We are up to Siftes, the last line on page 74. The Machaber says in Siftes, Mekom HaNochas Tfilin Shorosh, the location of where the Tfilin Shorosh, from the beginning of the hairline on the forehead, Ad Sof HaMokom Shemokho Shel Tinok Rofes. Till the end of the place in which a baby's head is soft, the soft spot of a baby's head. So that is the area where the tefillin shalosh can be located between the hairline on top of the forehead to all the way back to the end of where the soft spot on the baby's head is located. The Mishabura begins in Tzavkot and Lamed Gimel on page Lamed Ches. Ikre Haseyar, Pirish. As we know, the Pasuk by the Tefillin Shalom says that it should replace Bnei Necha. So says the Mishabura, Bnei Necha doesn't mean literally between the eyes. We learn out Gzereshava from the Pasuk of not making a bald spot between one's eyes over a mace. Ha'amur Eitzel Mace. So Malahalon Mikom Shaose Karcha Vuhubarosh, just like over there, it's talking about a place where you can make a bald spot which is on the head. So Afkan Maschil Mikom Tfilin Mimakum Shiye Shaychus Karcha. Here also the Tfilin Sharosh where it says Bainecha is also it begins in a place where it's possible to make a bald spot. So the beginning place, the lowest place that filling could possibly be, is the bottom of the hairline where the base of the hairs are, and that's considered Bein just like by a karcha that you can make over a mace, it says Bein and it's talking about on your head where the hair is, that's where you can make a bald spot, so too by the tefillin when it says Bein it's also going to be on the hair, so between the eyes is Lav Dafka. Now if you look at note number 35, the second paragraph, he says, Sometimes, some people, as they get older, so their hairline starts to recede and they lose some hair. So what exactly are they going to do in terms of putting the tefillin shorosh? So, Kosvu ha'oz chayim v'shalom v'aben ishchai, u'b'shalosh n'shuvas eretz tzvi, sh'yaniach b'mokom shabu hayu g'delo sa'arosa b'tchila. So a person who has lost some of his hair, he puts it where his hairline used to be. So it goes always where the hairline is or where the hairline used to be. So it's lav dafka that actually has to be on the hair. It has to be in a place where it's shayach spot, which is on the head where the hair normally is, even if right now the person does not have hair there. If we continue the Mishabura, he says, V'rabim nechshalun b'isr zet. Many people stumble over this iser. V'toim lomar, and they mistakenly say, Sha'kotza ha'elyon maschil m'mekom ha'seyar. People mistakenly think that the top part of the tefillin has to be where the hairline is, and the tefillin hangs down below the hairline, really like we're saying now, and we're going to say it again, that the bottom, the lowest possible point of the tefillin, is by the hairline, not the top part of the tefillin. So the Mishabura says, many stumble over this, and they mistakenly say, the Kotzo Ha'elyon, the upper end of the tefillin, is Maschil M'mekom the Ikarat Tfilin Munach Alametzach. And for those people, if they're putting the top of the Tfilin by the hairline, so the Tfilin is hanging down over their forehead. Va'ovrim al Iser da'oraisa. 
a funny expression the Mechaber uses over here because really you're just not wearing tefillin, you're being levatal and asayi. And the Mishabura says you're being over an Isser Daraisa. It's not just the starting point, the top part of the tefillin has to be there, but the entire tefillin shorosh must be in a place where it's shy to have a bald spot and therefore it goes from the hairline up to where the hair is or where the hair was. That means to say that even the bottom edge of the titora, which is the the lower side of the of the tefillin, so it has to be munach al makom hascholas ikre haseir. The absolute lowest part of the tefillin shorosh has to be not lower than where the hairline is. Aval ein lahashkiach saoros arukos. One should not pay any attention to a person who has long hair. Sheshochvin al chatzia meitzach laniel shama tefillin. Someone has a beautiful hairdo, a lot of hair, and it goes down across his forehead, so that has no shaykhahs to where the tefillin are going to go. You can't put the tefillin on the hair that's on the forehead. Ki ascholas mikom ha-tefillin sarach lios me ascholas ikre haseyer shebepatachas ulamalo. Because the starting point of the tefillin, again, has to be where the hairline is, it doesn't matter how much hair you have down on your forehead, you can't put the tefillin on your hair that's on your forehead. It has to go from the base of the hairs and back towards where the soft spot of a baby is located. Let's see a couple of notes over here. Number one, note number 36, discusses the following question. Not everyone's hairline is straight across. The tefillin is straight. We know it's an absolute square. So if your hairline is straight, it's very simple. The entire tefillin will be above your hairline. Some people have a rounded hairline. Some people have a widow's peak. They have different shapes of the way their hairline goes. So do we say that the entire tefillin, the entire square, the front part of the square, has to be all beyond and above where the hairline is in each spot? Or do we say as long as it's above a little part of the hairline, even though the sides of the tefillin are still going to go beyond the hairline in those locations, it would be okay. So that's the Machlokas HaPoskim in No. 36. We'll read it. Umishet suras gidol sarosov, a person whose form of the growth of his hair, betchilas rosho, in the beginning of his head, he lo bekav yosher ele eagle. it's not straight across, rather it is rounded. So kosava mizgeres ha-shulchan, the mizgeres ha-shulchan writes, shetzorech li-izor, you have to be careful, shakol rochav ha the entire width of the titora, the bottom part of the tefillin, ye b'mokom ha-seir, the entire thing has to be in the place where the hair is. Sharei ribuah titora hu halochal moshe misinai. The fact that the titora, the larger part, has to be a square is halochal moshe misinai. It's an ikka part of the mitzvah, and that entire part has to be above where the hairline is on all parts of one's head. Meidach on the other hand, b'shalosh and shuvas tzur Yaakov u'bepischa zuta kasu. They write. Shaaf both and zem mutter laniach as tchilas hatitora al makom tchilas ikaras saros. You just have to make sure that some of the Torah is above a place of where the hairline is over there. Avshet study hatitora, even though it will end up being that the sides of the Torah will be munochem al makom she'ein gadlos bosaros in a place where there is no hair. So as long as at least in the middle. It's the hairline is below where the tefillin is, even though the sides of the tefillin might go below the hairline on the sides, that's going to be fine according to him. So again, that is a machlokus. If we look at note number 38 as well, he points out the opposite of what we discussed before. Before we discussed in the note that a person has a receding hairline, so he said that a person has to put his tefillin not below the place where his hairline was. 
What about a person who grows hair on his forehead, very low down, so does he put his tefillin on his forehead? So in No. 38 he writes, One who grows hair also on his forehead, we don't go by his hairline of the hair that's growing in an unusual place, you know, down his forehead. Rather, we go by an average person. So we don't go by a person as a hairline going across the middle of his forehead. We would have him move his tefillin up higher to a place where the average hairline would be. Continues the Mishabura. We're in the Mishabura where the Sharetzion's uh, Os Mem Aleph is located. The Mishabura says, The Yoser Tov Laniach Tzas Mishirzeh. So even though he said the bottom of the tefillin can go all the way down to where the hairline is or used to be, but really it's better to move it up a little bit higher. Because in terms of top and bottom of the area where you can put your tefillin sharosh, there is enough area in that space that one can theoretically fit two pairs of tefillin. We want to make sure that if it's too low down, it doesn't fall below the hairline and be on the forehead. Very similar to what we learned yesterday by the Shalyad. If you have a, a, a Shalyad, then it's a very tough call on the bottom half of the bicep where it's really supposed to be, according to most poskim. So better to err on the higher side where you won't satisfy the sheet of the Mechab and the Ramah. But you will satisfy the Grua and other poskim as opposed to having it slip down too low where you're not Yotzeh according to anyone. So better guarantee that you're Yotzeh according to some poskim rather than possibly not be Yotzeh according to anyone. Here also, if the bottom of the tefillin goes below the hairline, you're not Yotzeh period. Therefore, it's better to move the tefillin back a little bit higher to make sure it doesn't go below because there is area on the head from top to bottom that you can fit theoretically two tefillin so you could move it up a little bit higher beyond the hairline. The Chol and anyone who wears his tefillin on his forehead, that is the minig of the karoim that do not follow the Torah Shabbat Peh, they only follow the Torah Shabbat Peh, they take it literally. And a person who does it like that has not been doing a mitzvah. Any Baal Nefesh will warn his friends about this, and he will teach them, they should not stumble over this and have their tefillin too low down. So they should not be in the category of the people that are sinners of Israel with their body. Very strong lush and the Gemara uses that one who doesn't wear tefillin, and we know tefillin that are not in the right place are considered in the bag. You're not wearing tefillin, you will be considered a posh if your tefillin is too low down on the forehead. is how we describe a head that does not have tefillin on it. And besides for that, that's like you're not wearing tefillin. So if you're making a bracha when you're not wearing tefillin, so your bracha is also a bracha levatala. Because tefillin that is not located in the proper place, it's ke'ilu, they are in the bag. If the tefillin moved out of place, take you have to move it immediately back into the proper place. In terms of making a bracha, when you move the tefillin that moved out of place, back into place, that we discussed earlier in Simen Chafes, if you days, we'll get a little summary over here in note number 39. 
brings over there the shla that tells us that which our minog is not to make a new bracha. In the middle of davening, your shalrosh moves a little bit out of place. Our minog is not to make a new bracha. The reason for that is when he's in the middle of davening, and that's when we wear our tefillin, so a person doesn't have his mind going off it. So moving, having it move out of place is like a person moves it on purpose out of place, having a mind to move it back, in which case we pass like the Ramah, that you do not need to make a bracha. So here also the Shla tells us, that's why we don't make a bracha if it moves out of place, because if it's during davening, it's keilu, you moved it, having a mind to put it back in place, where you don't make a bracha, she'eno mavarich aleihem. But even in this situation, when it's during davening, it moves out of place, one who chooses to make another bracha does not lose. But the Saima Mishabura Shan the Mishabura does end off over there and he writes, Shanira that it appears, Shemikomakom Lamaid the Brachos, other if it is better to limit the brachos, and if it moves out of place during davening, one really should not make another bracha. Now this whole discussion we're having till now is if the entire tefillin shorosh moves out of place or the majority. If only a little bit, if only a little bit, if it's not the whole tefillin or the majority of the tefillin moving out of place, it's only a little bit. So Kasav El, we learned earlier in the Mishabura B'Shem the Taz, even though you have to move it back into the proper place, then for sure you do not have to make a new bracha. So the only, the only conversation starts on making a new bracha if the entire tefillah moves out of place, or at least the majority, if it moves a little bit, there's not even a shaila, of course you would not make a bracha. And then Mishabura ends off in Siv Katan Lamed Dalid, on that which the Mechaber said, we've been discussing in the Mishabura, the whole bottom, the bottom uh, location of the film, which is the hairline, but it can go all the way back to the end of where the soft side of the baby is, says the Mishabura in Lamedal, what Salomar means to say, right, the Mavarta is where the Ritzua goes through, that little tunnel, which is on the top part of the Tfilin Shorosh. So the edge of the Mavarta, the Tfilin Shorosh, lo munach shemocho rach. It should not be located any higher than the edge of the place of where the soft spot of the baby is located. We will stop here and continue with Shem tomorrow with Sif Yud. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS that's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org